Welcome to the Elite Formula Physio and Training Podcast with me, Bradley Skeynes. And me, Matthew Murray-Downing. This podcast is all things Formula One and sports performance, fitness, health, and injury. We will be discussing the physical and mental components of Formula One, the drivers, and every circuit race by race as the season goes on, broken up with insight and knowledge in how to train, recover, and rehab like an elite level athlete. And we'll even bring along some special guests for the ride. For more information, you can find us at Elite Formula PT on socials. Hello, and welcome back to the Elite Formula Physio and Training Podcast. And we are fresh off the back of a 15th win of the season and Max's 50th career win, which is which is super cool. Um, and actually also very cool because 42 of those have been racked up since uh since i joined four years ago he was on eight wins when uh when we first met and we had that conversation in the car on the way back from uh track yesterday reminiscing over some of the some of the good wins uh good wins we've had and and actually yesterday was a a pretty good win as well matt yeah absolutely yeah i think it was uh as we said before it was a, a real race that could have gone a few different ways and uh, yeah it wasn't an ideal start to the weekend and that first quality session kind of was a bit you know yeah shook the basket a little bit but it was a uh, yeah great weekend good result for red bull interesting a lot of teams kind of closing down on on uh, Mercedes were in the mix ferrari in the mix for a little while as well and even mclaren as well so yeah it was good to see lots of competition from lots of different teams yeah and i think as we said you know these these track dynamics played out didn't they you know we spoke about how bumpy the track is and the the physical demands that that would present for the drivers and you know seeing the free free podium finishes um in the cool down room after the race you could see that you know they were they were pretty physically exhausted again you know they're having a couple of races now that have really taken it out of them they're a bit sore in places a bit fatigued but i think that the bumpiness of the track really had a, a play on the cars and the way that the cars uh, responded as well didn't they yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, a few people might have seen that, that after the race that Hamilton and um, um, mine's gone blank here. Leclerc got um, uh, yeah got got disqualified afterwards, which I think was to do with the the plank on the bottom of the car and the wear plate on the bottom of the the, the F one cars. We have a a wear plate, and if that goes beyond the minimum wear, that's a disqualification. But yeah, and again, probably lots to do with the fact that we're getting lots of bottoming out uh, in multiple different areas across the track. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the, with the bumpiness, you lose downforce, you, you, your braking's a little bit more difficult. We had some issues with the braking anyway. But, um, yeah, it made, made for quite a quite a tricky race for, for everyone involved. Yeah, absolutely. And we said before that, that you know, for the, the strategists amongst the, the fans there, you know, lots of strategy changes were happening. We saw McLaren, who were potentially looking at a one-stop strategy, had to change that midway through the race. So, again, you know, it means that, uh, yeah, a lot of drivers have to push a little bit harder as well when you're on fresher tyres for longer. So, yeah, certainly made for an interesting tactical race. And, uh, yeah, it could have gone a number of different ways. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was one for the strategists, for sure, that one, which is... Uh... Which is good. Always uh, good to get different perspectives and different feels and, and views on um, uh, on a race as well. You know, we've 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 kind of had a lot of uh, a lot of different scenarios this year, which is uh, which has been good. So yeah, that's uh, Austin signed off. Four more races left this season. We go to Mexico next. Then we have got Brazil, Las Vegas, and Abu Dhabi. And we're sitting on 15 wins, so opportunity to break another record, which is awesome and and pretty special. You know, this is this is certainly turning out to be a you know very 
a very special kind of defining season, one that will be looked back, I'm sure, in years' time as, as you know, one of the greatest to be had. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible. And it's just consistency, you know, even... I mean, he showed it again this weekend. You know, we have some small errors that for a lot of drivers might shake them or, you know, get into their head, but he, he manages to come out. And I think, I think shows his playful side, Max, almost, you know, I think he's, uh, you know, it probably helps that he's got the championship wrapped up. But I think one thing he's always shown throughout, even when he hasn't had the championship wrapped up, is that ability to latch onto the fact that it looks like he's having fun out there. And, you know, he enjoys the challenge when, you know, things are stacked against him and he gets stuck in and enjoys it and shows that he can deliver. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I think probably in the next couple of races, we might see a little bit more uh, challenge from, you know, McLaren, Mercedes and, you know, have a few few fights uh, towards the front, which, um, you know, will be will be interesting for everyone. And again, gives us another dynamic to, to prepare for both physically and mentally. So, so yeah, no, that should be good. So we're on to uh, on to Mexico now. Uh, again, another another tricky one to, to prepare for. What's your take on on Mexico? Yeah, so interesting track, Mexico. And as you say, quick turnaround from the race. We're going straight into it this weekend. So not a lot of time for the drivers to recover from what has actually been real physical battering the last kind of couple of races. So as a circuit, it's quite interesting. So it's quite a short circuit. It's only 4.3 kilometers. But the interesting thing to know about Mexico really is the altitude. It, 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 it's, a, it's a super high track. Uh, it sits about just over two kilometers above sea level. So therefore, it's going to be even more physically demanding on the drivers. We know that being able to perform at altitude, it reduces the efficiency of that oxygen exchange. So the perceived exertion of these tracks is going to be a lot, lot higher for the drivers as well. So something they have to, have to be aware of. Uh, Temperature-wise, it looks pretty mild this weekend. I was checking over the forecast. It looks like you might have some rain at the end of the week, but it, yeah, I think that could pass through. But it looks like it's going to be dry, but kind of mid-20s. So heat, perhaps a little bit less of a factor this weekend coming for, that'll be, I'm sure, uh, a relieved break from some of that intensity of the heat we've had the last few rounds. But um, yeah, but the other thing I have to mention as well is the aerodynamics. I mean, it's all well and good thinking about the driver performance, but one of the things we know about being at that height is that the, you know, the, this, this uh, modern Formula One car is very reliant on, on uh, downforce and aerodynamics. And with that, that thinner air, those aerodynamics are not going to be as efficient and that car is going to be a little bit more unpredictable watching there some really good stuff uh, earlier today actually on the on the mexico track and one of the things about the drivers report as well is the the type of tarmac at mexico is particularly um slippery which which just makes it a little bit harder for the guys to get a feel for where the limit of the car is so you could expect to see a few spills over the weekend as well which makes it again another hard track to kind of deal with yeah it's um and it's a bit of a hybrid circuit for that as well isn't it it's kind of it's not a street circuit but it has sort of aspects of that to it especially as they go through that kind of stadium bit it's a lovely track it's a really nice one to run one of my favorites to to run for sure but yeah it's uh the the, the big thing for for everyone preparing is is certainly that um certainly that altitude and, and usually quite rightly say for the for the car and for the driver because less air resistance means less downforce so they can run higher downforce you know you see these cars with with, with the big wings on here so that's um you know something for the for the engineers to manage yeah so dealing with altitude and and preparing uh yourself for that obviously it's super hard because you know we can't we, we don't really have the opportunity to train at altitude as you would do if you're preparing for for competition you know if you've got a world championship or, or olympics you would you would build up and once you get above uh 1500 meters your work capacity reduces by around 3% because of that body's ability to utilize oxygen diminishes. So 
you have that higher exertion, but you also have the risk of, you know, getting altitude sickness as well, which is something that really needs to be considered and, and something I actually gave myself uh, the first time I was in Mexico. You know, I remember landing and going straight into the gym and, and doing, I, th I think I did a, an interval session on the treadmill and then ran again the next day and, and made myself really sick to the, point, to the point I almost passed out during qualifying in, must have been 2021. <laughs> But again, it's something to think about. I think drivers, you know, Austin's a cool place, but you should probably get to Mexico as soon as you can, you know, arrive at least a couple of days prior to allow the body to adjust a little bit. And then some key things that you can do, increase your iron intake in the lead up to the event. So that helps us kind of start to optimize the red blood cells. Hydration is so, so important. You dehydrate a lot faster at the higher altitudes so drinking lots and making sure that yeah, uh, using electrolytes as well. And nutrition can help as well, you know, good carbohydrates, good proteins to help kind of maintain the the energy levels. You can and look at sort of supplementing probiotics, vitamin D. The, the research isn't isn't exactly there, but again, if we're looking for those small percentage improvements sort of helping prevent illness, infection and so on and so forth, that that can help. And, and another aspect to to Mexico is Obviously, the water quality out there is uh, not good as well. So mentioning illness there, bottled water everywhere, even for, for brushing your teeth. And, and then I guess the last thing is that kind of graded, a uh, little bit of graded exercise when you arrive just to help the body start to to adjust to to the altitude. There are things, things that can, can help in, in that lead up. So we might not get the opportunity to, to train at altitude or, or prepare there, but we can do everything that we can to, to help. Um, anything you would add in there? No, I think the big thing it sort of highlights to me going back to is just, I guess, our role in the planning element, as you say, I think it's really, really easy to sometimes at this point, you're right, some, a race like Texas, you know, there's so much going on there. It's so easy to end up staying a few days extra or, you know, getting caught up in a, a bit longer than you need to. I think that's where it comes back to our role to kind of actually get that planning element done, make sure we're getting those drivers over there as early as we can get them over there to start acclimatizing and shifting that focus back on to this weekend. But no, no I think hey, whenever you're trying to shift someone to some altitude adjustment, I think you're right. It's just doing the basics really well as well, I think is, you know, again, simple things like, you know, nailing your sleep. She said, you mentioned that you touched upon nutrition, but making sure that's right. You know, all these little things just to try and optimize your own health and enabling your body to have the best possible chance at adapting to these different conditions is the, the main thing. So now I think, you, as you say, looking for the small margins, but also then not forgetting that, the, you know, the big stuff that's going to lay down the foundations to be able to adjust quickly and perform well on the weekend. Yeah, 100%. No, that's good. And how does the track look sort of uh, physically for, for the drivers? Yeah, so it's a really, as I say, a really interesting circuit to look at this. It's, it's um, there's some really interesting design points to note. So, kind of going around the track, first of all, see the sector one, the the, the, the long straight. It's one of the longest on the calendar. It is massive. You're going to see, see the drivers at well over 300 kilometers an hour here. But move, moving up to kind of a big, big braking zone in into turn one, uh, you'll see lots of overtaking here. Really, really, really great opportunity. They come into the chicane through turn one, two, and three. So that's the first point to note. They then move again into another really big straight between turn three and four. Um, here we've got uh, another good opportunity to overtake. And again, we've got another big braking zone where the drivers will be going from somewhere in the region of just over 300 kilometers an hour down to, down to sub 100 before they take the 90 degree left-hander at turn four. 
Uh, and again, it's really important they get the entry of that corner right because it's so reliant for turn five that they absolutely nail that. So it's always a really, again, interesting point to watch. And then again, we come up to turn six. We've got uh, almost a U-turn, really. So again, another technical corner. As we, as we move into sector two, uh, we kind of move into kind of the snaking zone, a much higher speed section here. Technical, the car can be quite unsteady here and there'll be lots of light braking here. So it's an interesting section to watch in terms of car control. We move, move through sector sector two, we then approach sector three, which is probably the most kind of famous section. As we move into turn 12, we come through the old baseball stadium. So it's quite uh, an infamous corner. Not too much action through there. It's quite a slow section, but it's a great opportunity for the fans to see the cars up close. Uh, but as we, as we move around, through there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I think the really important thing to note on that last sector that I think is really, really key, particularly in qualifying, is going to be turn 16 and 17. Trying to maximise building the speed through turn 16 and 17 is really going to enable a quick exit onto that main straight again. So the, I think your big areas to watch this weekend is going to be that, those, those first three corners. Um, uh, as you come out of a lot of the main straight, the second straight is also an area to watch. And then finally, I think particularly in qualifying will be that last sector to now that approach onto the main straight. Yeah, so there's certainly been a lot of action at, uh, at turn one in the, in the past. I think uh, uh, Max's move around the outside in 2021 was, uh, was, was brilliant, but super, super, super late on the brakes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But, you know, definitely a good one to, to rewatch in, in the build up to, to this race. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a track I like. It's a track I uh, certainly enjoy. And actually, actually, although we've got the, you know, the, the altitude issues and, and drivers, you know, feeling like it, it's a bit harder. It's you know on the neck and 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 that sort of thing. It's it's not too bad because that downforce is is reduced. So you know actually the it's one of the lowest um, or g forces on the uh, on the whole circuit. I think the highest ones around three point three three point five. So um, you know at least they get a little bit of respite from that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And as you say, I think yeah, the, a lot of the forces we'll see will be in those big braking zones, which are a little bit easier for the drivers to manage, as you say, rather than perhaps those more lateral G-forces we've seen in some of the races that have gone by with the, the higher speed sections. So, um, yeah, it, as you say, physically it'll give them a little bit of breathing space, but only a little bit, as you say. It's a, it's, it's a challenging race. Some technical areas as well to watch and some good overtaking. Yeah, no, it sounds, uh, sounds like it's going to be a bit of fun middle one of a triple header so you know people uh you know the whole whole teams are going to start probably getting a little bit fatigued especially this time of uh of the year so you know all all of this stuff can make for for an interesting race interesting race weekend um, um so yeah so yeah let's uh let's see how it goes down anything anything else you want to add on on mexico before we sign off Matt? Yeah, no, I think, as you say, I think it's going to be one to watch. I think the biggest thing now, I think, is that mental switch on, as you say. I think, you know, as we're coming into this middle of this block of races, I think keeping the driver's focus is, is really, really important. And, and it will you may see different approaches on, you know, not that Instagram's the best marker for what we're doing with drivers. <laughs> but as you say, you know, you'll probably see a few different approaches here. And it'll probably depend on what your driver is like in the sense of whether we need, you know, we're working with an individual that needs to be, you know, stay focused. And actually, it's a really good opportunity for them right now that we need to keep them concentrating just on the weekend or whether we've got someone who 
perhaps needs a little release somewhere where we might actually give them a little bit of downtime over the next two days in order to just try and get their head kind of have a little bit of a break a bit of a decompress and then get back into it on sort of tuesday wednesday but no i think it's going to be an exciting race i think as you say i think there's going to be a lot of fatigue across the team which we know is really important at this stage of the season because a lot of the decisions are coming from you know strategy and and you know we know that how important the pit crews are as well at the moment so i think all these little small margins are going to be what makes someone win so i think we could um yeah we could see some interesting results yeah yeah for sure so let's uh let's look forward to to the weekend down down day today for us in in austin and then we travel to to mexico um tomorrow so a couple of couple of days or three, you know three days before we we're on uh on track to to get a little ready for for what's to come and yeah yeah we'll be back next week as well are on a hour on a triple header so we need to recap mexico preview brazil and we keep rolling Absolutely, yeah. No, it's exciting. As I say, last last big push really, and then the the end is in sight. Mm, yeah, yeah. The, the, that Christmas break is uh, is fast approaching, but we've got a few more wins to put on the table first. So, so let's uh, let's recap after Mexico. Thanks very much, Matt, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoy the pod, um, as always, please uh, like, subscribe, jazz, and we will see you next week. Absolutely. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to the Elite Formula PT podcast with Bradley Skeins and Matthew Murray Downing. You can follow us on socials at Elite Formula PT or sign up on the app at EliteFormulaPT.com. Please follow, subscribe, and if you enjoyed the podcast, why not leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now? Be sure to tune in for the next episode and thank you for listening.